think um, you need to say clearly what happened. Who gives a fuck? I don't care personally. Kick Candace Owens and her stinky cray cray. I know this is gonna be a lot of kids. Let's keep this shit funky. Yes, yes, y'all. What's happening? And welcome to another episode of the Unpopular Opinion Show. I go by the name of the Natural Disaster T Storm, and uh, my, my 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 brother from another another mother. DJ Mike Swift is here also. What's happening, brother? Nothing much, man. Nothing much. The news is out. Yeah. So the okay. word is in. Okay. First off, because I, I text Mike earlier this week, right? Because we obviously we're not doing this live. It's live on tape, and what you get is what you get, right? And so we kind of have to forecast what may be happening by the time you hear this. So last time, last episode, when we had uh, Tracy Braxton on, you may want to go check out that episode, episode 19. Um, we were forecasting that we wouldn't know who the president was because we were recording beforehand. Who would have thunk that by the time the episode dropped, nobody would know who had won? <laughs> <laughs> Until just now, today, we're recording this on a Saturday and as we were as 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 we were signing on, as we were getting set up, um, the news organization started calling the race for Joe Biden. So, congratulations to President Elect Joe Biden and uh, Vice President Elect Kamala Harris. Man, that yeah. is fantastic. Um, so, by the time you hear this, who knows what would have happened by then? Because uh, you know the 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 um, <laughs> the prediction was was that um, Trumpet wouldn't accept the results, and he was going to be. A, he even actually went on and made a, a a a crazy statement, saying there were fraudulent votes and they the, the counting must stop and this and that. I would have won if it would have done. I won, and they now they getting these votes are coming out of no. Dude, he's oh my god. And <laughs> I, I don't think anybody's surprised by that, right? And and uh, I think he was laying the sore loser defense in the beginning, right? Right. So if 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 I come out like if I'm Trump and I come mm -hmm. out and I say, "Oh well, there's fraudulent votes and it's all kinds of voter suppression and everything happening in Georgia," because I think that was one of the allegations, right? Um. If he loses, then he can say it was taken from me. If he wins, then he can say I won in spite of that bullshit. So it was a win-win position for him to take. Yeah, um, it's 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 just it's weird. This is just weird, and people are just calling him out. Like I, I love Ari Melba of uh, MSNBC. He always he he puts things in perspective, you know what I'm saying, and and, and breaks things down. Um, even relating hip hop lyrics to um to the news. And, you know, I, I I'ma just let Ari say it because basically you you see what the numbers are. I mean, Biden was able to win Georgia, basically he won Georgia. His numbers came up in Georgia, numbers came up in, in Pennsylvania. Um and it cut him at the knee. So basically, he, I mean, he was already winning. The numbers kind of speak for itself. But again, 
uh, Ari Melba of MSNBC will say it much better. A Pennsylvania official stating that even if Trump were to prevail on the law, an outcome that might even be hard to imagine, he would still lose because of the number of people who voted against him. To paraphrase Sean Carter, we don't believe you. You need more people. <laughs> I love it. Well, we don't believe you. You need more people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was it was goddamn close in Georgia. Yeah. Um, and I think last time I checked the count, uh, because look, at a certain point, it just became the source of anxiety. So I just said, it's going to be what it is. And I stopped paying attention, but mm-hmm. I get news alerts on my phone. So I, I kept getting alerts for Georgia. And, and the last time I looked, it was like 4,100 votes separating them. Wow. 4,100. Now you think about that. That is half of a really great concert <laughs> right right so i mean that that's just to put it into perspective how if if 4000 people thought differently that would have turned georgia for him and that could have meant the election right so as we celebrate let us do this <laughs> yeah. but no but at, also but at the same time at the same time for for biden he already kind of had it in the well i won't say he had it in the bag he had way more paths to win you know yeah. um what was it arizona and and nevada with those two alone he would have won um but pennsylvania sews it right up Georgia and he could have won with just Georgia and Arizona. He could have won with, you know what I'm saying? He, but on the other hand, Trumpet needed Pennsylvania and three more to be able to win. So he, he was already lost to put it, to, to put it mildly as Sean Carter said. Well, we don't believe you. You need more people. So he lost. <laughs> lost, man. There was a, there's a clip I was looking for. Say again. <laughs> Did you see, um, what John Legend was doing, Georgia. <laughs> what, what the singer? No, 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 no. John Legend, the singer. So when uh-huh. before everything had been completely tallied, tallied, uh-huh. Trump came out and claimed victory. He claimed victory early. Oh yeah. So John, <laughs> <laughs> I hereby claim. John was like, "Yo, let's <laughs> okay. Let's everyone try that. Let's just state claims to things that you have no control over." I saw somebody said, I saw somebody said, I hereby claim all of John Legend's catalog. One dude said, I hereby claim I'm the sexiest man alive. I thought that was hilarious. Right. That's funny, man. Yeah, no, nah, we have some fun with this, but I, I'm hopefully the nightmare is over. I mean, the work begins, but uh, who? we have a long time between now and January 20th. Who knows? What this well, I mean, look, I think of. it's obvious that he's going to contest it. He's going to call for a recount. Um, he's going to kick up dust and and we'll be in this state of um, political ambiguity, for lack of a, a better description, probably into um, December. Right. Uh, which it's it's not uncommon for 
political candidates to call for recounts. I don't know how common it is in the presidential election. I can't speak on that, but I know on the local level, it it happens all the time. People right. call for a recount for whatever reason. So and politically, it's not uncommon. Presidentially, I'm not sure. I mean, and and for it to be a close race, I guess that's fair to want to recount just to make sure. But that's not the word. That's not the place dude is coming from. He's not. Hey, it's not the place. So it's not the place where he's coming from. And and here's why I think because. I think if anybody's been watching this show long enough, they would say, oh, Mike is in favor for a recount. But I'm not, actually. And here's why. We have lost the respect of the world, right, over the past four years. Our political system, our uh, bureaucracy, our government, we've lost the respect of the world. One of the few things about our process that has been consistent and admirable is a quick, peaceful, um, unencumbered transition of power. Mm-hmm. The more you drag this out, the worse we look on the world stage, in my opinion. The number of support that he lost. So just transition to power, move into the next phase of your life, go build some more hotels, Go grab some more of them by the pussy and just (laughs) move on, right? Like just you win some, you lose some, you lost this one, transition and move on. uh, That and then there's been floating, been floating the the possibility or the idea that he may run again in 2024. It's possible. It's very, it's very possible. Illegally, he can, right? I just think it will be kind of hard to do that from prison. <laughs> I'm curious to what kind of campaign he will be able to mount from from the penitentiary. And it won't be federal. It'll be New York State Penitentiary. Pound your ass penitentiary. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he, I'm curious to see how that's going to work out for him. He'll be the first. He'll be the He'll be the first, the first former president to actually go to prison. I, they'll, I, they'll never put him in prison. Okay, it'll never. Happen. I, I, they, I, again, I think they might bring him up on some kind of charge of something, but he, they're never going to put him in prison. Listen, Kwame Kilpatrick thought that. Fair enough. Were, Kwame Kilpatrick thought he would never go to. They'll, they'll never lock. No. He locked his black ass up. He's about to get out soon. But he went to jail for all that he did. Um, now, granted, that's a black man. There has that there's there's some white supremacy stuff that you know he's not privy to. I get that. But I, I think um the 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 hatred New York has for Trumpet, um, yeah, it's not gonna it's not going. To, I mean, he he moved. He changed residence. He's no longer. He's not a resident of New York anymore. He's in Florida, officially. Yeah. <laughs> Pack you know, your shit and run. Yeah, I would do. Know, I would do that shit too. I mean, it's like they're not going to extradite him. Come on now, that's Florida. You ain't going to Cuba. There's <laughs> like, no way in the world. No, I mean just on some on some walk in the streets type shit. Right, if you that much hate it in a, in a state in a city or whatever, 
Nah, you can't just be walking the streets. Yeah, get the hell on. Well, yeah. I I, I think they'll be waiting for him. I mean, uh, January 21st, we'll hear some stuff. You know, it'll, it'll be bubbling the whole time. He's already, what is it, an un, unnamed uh, co-defendant? Um, uh, co- co- uh, he's already- Conspirator? He's already, like, indicted, unindicted co-conspirator, something some along them lines. Been okay. named in a couple of different cases, especially the case with his former lawyer, um, uh, Michael, oh, shit. What's the, what's the, what's the- What's the boy name that went to jail? Um, Cohen. Is it Cohen? Cohen. Is it? Michael Cohen. His former lawyer that wrote the yes. book. Michael Cohen, yeah. yeah. Michael Dean Cohen. His whole government. Yeah, yeah. So in any case, that's what's happening. So by the time, you know, by the time, you, I'm, I'm curious to know um, where this is going to be, you know, in a week. I, I suspect that people will just move on and let him gab his gums and whatever, you know, there's a recount. There'll be a recount. Okay, fine. And what other frivolous lawsuits he'll file will get dismissed again. And, you know, I just, I'm he just. Tried to, I think he tr- already tried to file one for Georgia and Georgia was like, nah, bruh. Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here, bruh. What you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Um and say and the same in Pennsylvania. He's I'm sure he's gonna file lawsuits and, all, and but I mean it it brings me comfort to know that Rudy Rudy Giuliani is his attorney. So <laughs> <laughs> how did he go from being one of the most um liked politicians, one of the biggest symbols of organization, discipline, and power in the U.S. following uh the 9-11 attacks to what he is now. How? Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll cue you in on a secret. Um, New York, especially black and brown people in New York, didn't like him in the first place. He was always racist. Um, in fact, if you look back, a lot of those, um, those really violent, Assaults on on black men, you know, from by police happened on his watch. Amadou, yeah. Am, Amadou Diallo that was killed, that was shot in the Bronx for forty one times for reaching for his wallet. Jeez. That happened on his watch. There, you know, Amnon Louima that was uh, um that was uh, uh sodomized by police with a broomstick or a plunger, a plunger. It was a plunger that a happened plunger on your handle. That happened on Giuliani's watch. So all those things, you know, happened on, on his watch. You get what I'm saying? So the 9-11 thing was a saving grace, was like kind of a Hail Mary. It just kind of happened while he was, because I think, I believe it was election, that was election day. And no, it was around election. I can't remember if I remember correctly. But September, September early, 11th. mid-September. He was he was he was on his way out of he was on his way out of office. <coughs> Excuse me. Any case, um, yeah, he wasn't really liked in the first place. It's just the nine eleven thing put him on on the world stage favorably. Yeah, and that was and he's kind of held on to that. Every time you see him, he mentions nine eleven. So he just you know you see who he really is. Fair um, enough. Um, 
So you mentioned the story about Mel B, former, um, uh, 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 formerly known as Scary Spice, mm-hmm. who has now uh, she's Scary Baby Mama. <laughs> so many of you may not remember her and Eddie Murphy hooked up. Like, what was it? Oh nine. It might have been longer ago than that. I don't know. But they had a a child. They were, um, I don't know if they ever married, but they were together. They had a kid. Shit didn't work out. And she, they separated. She moved on. And of course, child support. I'll add, I'll add, because I remember very, I I remember a little bit of this. Um, At one point, uh, I think Mr. Murphy didn't believe it was his child. He contested, you know, he wanted to make sure he had to do a, a paternity test to make sure that uh, it was his kid. He was denying it was it was his kid. I recommend every man does that. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. I'll be the asshole to say it. <laughs> I recommend every dude does that. She's... She's going to be angry with you for a long time after you talk about it and or do it. Uh, but look, nowadays it's essential. Um, but either way, they have a 13-year-old daughter now. Uh, child support was set at... Mel B was given physical custody back in 2009. Eddie Murphy was ordered to pay 25 thousand dollars a month in child support 25,000 a month month. a month jesus now let's put that in perspective that a month is more than what some people make a year right my my first nine to five in television was about that much. Wow. Wow. For a year worth of work. Right. Yeah. Anyway, that's what she's currently being paid. Now she's going, taking him back to court to ask for more because her financial situation has changed. Essentially, she ain't making the money she was making. Her brand and her fame ain't netting her what it was netting her before. So she's taking him back in for more child support. Wow. Something ain't right about that. I mean, is she struggling or is she just like not not doing what she should have been doing with the money in the first place? So, I don't know, but let's examine this from a, a and, critical thinking mm-hmm. standpoint. Okay, because that I mean, I'm trying to I'm I'm trying to be measured in how or what I say and how I say this. Fair enough. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> so she was awarded twenty five thousand a month for child support. Yes, I'm not since two thousand nine. Since two thousand, so that's been eleven years. You've been getting twenty five thousand dollars a month for eleven years. I mean, let's just let's just keep it at 
you know, let's just keep it at for that year. That's 12 months in the year. That's $300,000 for the year. So $300,000 every year for 12 years is what she's been getting for child support for one child. I don't know if she has other children. And well, who if knows? she has other children, he's not responsible for paying for those. Exactly. So that award is only for the one. What is her? What What are your expenses? You know what I'm saying? I would say most people would agree $300,000 for the year is enough to sustain a whole family for a year. There's there's a lot of people that do that do it on way less to Mike's point, 25,000 for the year. What the, and, and, and I mean, and that's not saying that's a whole lot of money, but I'm just saying, you know, for a year, but good lord, three hundred thousand dollars. I'll I'll get even I'll get even more personal to give it more perspective. Um, when my daughter was born, mm-hmm. it was me, my kid's mother, my son, who um, is not my biological child, but he is my son, right? Um, and my daughter. So it was four of us. She wasn't working. So I had a mortgage, a car note, grocery, gas, power, water, light, all of that stuff, diapers, milk, everything, everything on she got in two months. So what she's paid in two months is what I was making annually taking care of a family of four. Yeah, I, I guess, again, what is her life? Why is, oh, <laughs> and that's not, and that's not even saying the money that she's making for herself, that she's already making. It's not even counting that. Just off of child support, that's $300,000 for the year. 3.3 know? million for 11 years. That's, be- oh, and wait a minute. Child support is not taxed. Because I was about to say that's before taxes. Yeah, that's not taxed. Yeah, that's that seems ridiculous. But of course, I'm, I'm sure she will. You know, her lawyers or whoever will argue. You know, expenses have risen, and you know the the price of cornflakes is is more than it was <laughs> five years ago. Yeah, and, them, them ten thousand dollar cornflakes, man. You yeah. know that. <laughs> yeah, you know. I mean. And she don't use regular milk with her gold flakes. I mean, I I get it, but um, nah, that's crazy. No, look, I, it, it's so ridiculous. It's okay. Your financial state is not my responsibility. So that's my first take on it. Right. If you are, um, sole physical custody parent, right, and the other, um non-living in the home parent because my words are escaping me right now uh, is not not a rapist, abuser, predator, otherwise horrible human being. Right. If your ability as the custodial parent to, to financially provide for that kid is impeded and you can't do it, why can't the answer be 
Go live with your Go daddy. to the custodial parent that can. Instead of saying, okay, Mr. Um, human teller machine, bank machine, give her more money because she can't take care of herself. The 25000 that I'm kicking out every month is more than enough to take care of my kid. You being able to take care of yourself is your problem. Right. And what was, I mean, and what was, again, goes back to what was her lifestyle before she had the kid? Before, before they had you the change child. change your damn lifestyle. And that's the, and that's the point. You, people make adjustments. All, I mean, look at 2020. A lot of people had to change what they were doing because of COVID and, every, you know, some people weren't working as much or not working at all. or whatever. You have to kind of figure it out and change your lifestyle to meet so you can survive. Not, I ain't got it. I know he got it. Let me go get it from him. <laughs> That's crazy. Hey, man. I, I'm, of course, you know, they say there's three sides to the story. Her side, his side, and the truth. Um, I'm curious, though. What would the judge say? Like, candidly. <laughs> like, prove, basically, he's going to tell you, you have to prove to me why you need this. Um, If it was like, you know, I couldn't be the judge because... I'd probably say some, I'd say some shit right there. Like I would too. I'd be like, wait a minute. <laughs> right. You want how much more? <laughs> so let me, so let me get this right. Um, you were working before you had a baby. You had to stay home. You work. Okay. Um, let's assume that she has any other children. You were you're providing for them or, or maybe not. She doesn't have any other children. Okay, fine. No other children. You have one child with Mr. Murphy. He's been I, awarded, Twenty five thousand a month that works out to three hundred thousand is not taxed. You can take care of your mortgage. Da 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 da. da. Okay, um, get the fuck out of here. Okay, <laughs> next. Oh, so but no, right? It, it it gets a little bit worse because it's twenty five thousand a month plus health care. Oh, health yeah. insurance, medical, mm-hmm. dental, visual. Okay, and yeah. any related costs to health. Okay. As well as educational fees. So he's paying for so school. So she can't even come and say um, she's in private school and I can't afford. But he's paying for that. All of that. Yeah. I'm. It's a shame. And I'm going to make a statement that some women may get mad at about. But, hey, this is the Unpopular Opinion Show. So here you go. I find that. And, you know, and, and most brothers will agree. A lot of women. Rephrase that. Um, there are some women that run to get child support because they need it. And, and the, the non-custodial parent, the father, whatever, may not be kicking in anything at all or not enough or whatever the case. And so you can't settle it without, you can't settle it amongst yourself. You say, all right, fine. We'll just have a, a judge do it. And that happens. And that's fair, right? Men are not usually happy about that, but it is what it is. But then there are some women that despite no what no matter what the non-custodial father may be doing, it's just a matter of getting back. The relationship didn't work. I'm mad. You got that bitch around my kid? Nah, fuck that. Pay me. And Ooh, seven years before I can talk. <laughs> <laughs> Seven want, years before I, I can want, speak truthfully. I don't want that bitch around my kids. 
you know, or maybe yeah. it, it's it's unfair. It's and, and you know, and honestly, you know who really suffers? The child. Kid ain't want to be here. He ain't asked to be here. Kid, kid is like, yo, <laughs> I just, I just want to watch cartoons and eat Fruit Loops. What you know? What that cost? <laughs> Look, I'm I'm 47 and I still just want to watch cartoons and eat Fruit Loops. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh man, no, it's 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 a shame. It's it's a shame. I I I, I have to. I've been fortunate where I don't really. I I, I had custody me uh, custody of my my um my sons, uh, from my pre- previous relationship, my older sons, and um, as a caveat, I. I made it very clear, you know, baby mama, I, said, I don't need your money. Struck, not because I had it, <laughs> but I knew I could get it. And it was a better situation. And it was like, yo, I don't, I'm not trying to, I didn't, I didn't go for child support, at least not initially. And so she kept taking me to court and having me pay for shit that I, you know, I had to keep paying for a lawyer to go to court. Then I was like, I right, fuck it. Maybe you need to pay some child support. And then, you know, <laughs> And then all you that got, court- you got too much free money and free time. <laughs> and, and and once I did that, then all the frivolous court cases stopped. By the way, it's like, oh, okay, you wasn't playing. But yeah, but you know, uh I feel for brothers, man. I, I really I feel for the brothers that go through that shit, man. It's that's it, not it's not cute. It's not fun. Court in general is not is not cute, and it's really not for us. We really, no, rarely, not. rarely come out on so, top. I have been, so I now define myself as red pill. And I think we've talked about it a little bit on the yep. show. We, I think on the first episode, we touched on red pill and MGTOW and we never really dug into it in the whole manosphere and that stuff. And I'm going to try to find somebody who's far more qualified to talk about it than I am to come on the show and talk about it. In layman's terms, but, so in, in, a, in a quick in a quick snippet, can you explain in what exactly red pill is? In in all these about what red pill is. Oh, I saw my text go off. I was like, for a second, I thought we were live, and I was like, oh shit, is that my baby mom? <laughs> <laughs> what did I say? God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's been eleven years, and I still live in fear. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, but um, but so red pill. Uh, in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. The manosphere is just the um, arena in which men talk about men issues and things that affect us uh, outside of what affects women and and how what affects us affect women. Right. It's just us, our um, suicide rate, our lack of education rate, our declining rate of men entering college, our declining rate of men graduating college, um, those things. That's what, that's just broad strokes manosphere. Broad strokes red pill is uh, kind of an homage to the matrix, blue pill or red pill. Blue pill, you stay in the matrix and you live your life in this kind of, enslaved mental state red pill is you take it you get out of the matrix and you try to operate in real life you try to operate as much as you can 
outside of the matrix. That that's in relation to relationship, your finances, um, your personal development, growth goals, all of that. It's here's what the world says you are supposed to do and supposed to be. Fuck that. Go be this. And and don't do it from an uh a chaotic anarchist mentality, but from a personal growth and development mentality. Um, and then you get MGTOW, which is just those guys. It's men going their own way who just in a nutshell have looked at relationships and marriage and bonding with women. And they say, fuck it. I'm out. Um, so I think I was MGTOW for a while, but I just like women. <laughs> I, mean, I, just, <laughs> I had to be very honest with myself. I cannot live my life and and not um, engage with women. So I'm I'm more red pill than anything. Uh, so as it as it relates to the male B thing, um, there are a lot of red pill dudes who just in general do not agree with the concept of child support. I'm not that guy. Um, I am the guy who started uh, the child support action against myself. Uh, I am the guy who believes that if I birthed a child, it is 50% my responsibility to provide for that child, period. Whether she's an asshole whether she's an angel, that's my responsibility because I was 50% responsible for bringing them here. Right. Um, in situations like this, though, this is just egregious, right? Like it's just, it underscores why dudes are afraid to get married because you become a teller machine. How, how insane is it that she in good conscience is filing an action get more than what she's getting because she can't provide for herself anymore. Mm. Uh, Walmart hiring. I'm just saying. Right. I mean, yeah. And and then what's yeah. the uh, you know uh, uh, what's what's the what's the page uh, all girls uh, women are doing now. Um. We talked about it last week too. Oh boy, my brain is frozen. Yeah, I, I can't even think of the shit. But the what the 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 the, the OnlyFans? Yeah, sorry. Oh, oh OnlyFans. <laughs> I mean, that shit don't work he out. Mel B can do. It. She's still kind of good looking though. I yeah. mean, hit the OnlyFans, you know. Ain't the worst if thing. Lisa Ray can do it. That's what I'm saying. Like you know, but I mean, I who knows? I I think it it's it kind of comes off. She she mad. <laughs> She's still mad. And who knows what happened between them two for you know for Eddie Murphy to go? I don't know if that kid mine. <laughs> like who knows what happened. I, I don't- See, I don't think anything necessarily has to happen to make you say that question, right? Well, to make you ask that question. Um, well, uh, yes, yes, because there has to be. If okay, 
you know who you can or can't trust and you know how much you can trust them. If it's a person yep. that you're with and there's a, you know, just a, just a slither of doubt in your mind for whatever ever reason, you know what I'm saying? Something happened. Well, maybe not. So, if I'm Eddie Murphy, and, oh. and what is his net worth? What is Mr. Eddie Murphy's net well, worth? I bet you, in, uh, as far as Mel B um, her concerned, her, in her calculations, his net his uh his net worth is got it. <laughs> <laughs> and he has a net worth of two hundred million dollars, right? Got it. Got so it. now let's adjust for eleven years and go back and say two thousand nine. His net worth net worth was a hundred and fifty. If you've got a hundred and fifty million dollars, that's a hundred and fifty million reasons not to trust a chick you slept with. And they weren't Especially married. Especially if just she ain't your wife. Yeah, no, nah, I get that. That makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. But I don't. I don't think she's mad. I don't, don't like. I don't think it's a case of she's still mad. Let me dance around this. <laughs> uh, what I have found in talking to men who have children and they are no longer in a relationship with their children's mother mm-hmm. and women who have children who are no longer in the relationship with their children's father, the women tend to carry a feeling that that man is and forever will be responsible for her. Not the child, but her. Okay. Um, I've seen dudes go through it, but theirs typically doesn't last as long. Right. Like in the, in the dude, it manifests when he get mad, when she starts seeing somebody else. And then he's like, I don't want that dude around my kids. Like, come on, bro. You know, that ain't about them kids. Right. You know that you don't like the idea of somebody smashing your baby mom. Right. With women, it, I have seen it in my experience. It manifests in, I can't pay my light bill. And he is going to the movies every weekend, right? Your light bill is your business. Right. I'm really only responsible for whatever percentage of human being that my child holds in your house. So if it's four people living in your house and I only have one child in there, I'm really only responsible for 50% of 25% of your power bill. Yeah, but that don't get the lights back on. <laughs> I'm just sitting in the dark. I mean, from, and, and from her mindset, I get that. But yeah. from my mindset, that's not my problem. If you if you have a problem with keeping your lights on, bring the kids to me until you can get your lights turned back on. Right, right, yeah. But then, I mean, and there's some brothers that don't want to deal with it at all. I know about that too. Yeah. And also actually I'll, I probably won't ever really be able to talk about that. Okay. 
maybe in another 10 years, I'll be able to talk about that. Yeah. And that's less about retribution to me and more about who that conversation will affect negatively. And I don't want to, I don't want to do anything to, to hurt. No, I feel you. I feel you. Who's involved. Ooh, yeah. did I dance around that enough? Nice. That was, <laughs> was give him. Put your dancing shoes on there, boy. <laughs> Moving, I'm ready for dancing with the stars. <laughs> right. was like, yeah, me. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Nicely done. Very well. Look. Oh. Um, while we're just kind of talking and just shooting the shit, mm-hmm. we, we picked up a few extra subscribers uh, last week. And so thank you to everybody who's joined the, un, the Unpopping community. Yeah. Uh, how do they get a NetGator, T? So what you need to do is you can email us or just DM us on one of our social media platforms. Um, it's at Unpopping Show on Instagram, Twitter, and and Facebook. And just let us know where you want to send it. Send us your, you know, email, uh, mailing address, and uh, we will get it out to you. No charge at all. We take care of shipping. All that good stuff. You know what I mean? Big shout out to Zulu. <laughs> the net gator is free. Shipping is $54.99. <laughs> Somebody actually said that on on uh, on Instagram. It was like, oh, yeah, we got to pay for the shipping. I'm like, no, man. It's just... We, we take care of all that, but thanks for the engagement. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, there's been it's quite a few. Oh, um, Rambro. Couple of birthdays, a couple, a couple of homies' birthdays happened this week, but um, Steve Johnson, my homie Steve, Steve Johnson, um, and Rambro there in Atlanta. Um, uh, a very talented engineer. I learned a lot of, uh, of mixing. Um, uh, uh, styles and, and and technique from him. Um, Rambo birthday passed this week, and I hit him up, and he's checked out and subscribed to the show too. So, Rambo, thank you, brother. Thank you. Appreciate you for checking in. Um, you know who had a birthday? Um, last week. Who's that? Aunt Mac. Aunt Mac. Aunt Mac. Miggity. What up, boy? <laughs> Happy birthday, <laughs> homie. He he hit me. He, he uh, DM me uh, a couple of months ago. He heard my voice on a commercial. <laughs> he was like, "Is that you?" <laughs> like, yeah. He was like, "Man, twenty years later, I still recognize your voice." It was a spot that I, a national spot that I did, that um, he put into the system with the station where he works at. He had, you know, dropped it in the system. He was like, "That sound like T Storm." <laughs> that was um, my man, man. We used to hang when I was out in L.A. Um, he was doing his thing out there, mm-hmm. uh, doing a lot of podcast work. I think he was working on Rolanda Watts's podcast, okay, um, and some other ones. So. Mm-hmm. Happy um, birthday, brother. Um, Antoine. And, and let me shout out Soul Star Music Lover, who joined us in the Unpopping community. Uh, I'm going to guess that Soul Star is a she. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she, I'm guessing, comments, I just stumbled across your channel and the hilarious interview with our girl, Tracy Braxton. This is a really good show and funny. We'll definitely subscribe and tune in. And then she said, um, and the, the ball co-host is 
kind of cute. He reminds me of my ex-boyfriend, which <laughs> it goes to show she watched the interview. Right, right. Yeah, that, yeah. Me saying that Tracy reminded me, reminded me, she reminded me of my ex-girlfriend during the right. show. So yeah. thank you, uh, Soul Star Music Lover. Yeah. Now, we, we go back up. And then she says, and I, I would love for you to reach back out to us and give me some clarity on this. She watched the after show mm-hmm. of that episode, after show episode 19. Okay. She says, I saw the entire interview and they were combative, judgmental, and ill-informed. It was embarrassing to say the least. I chalk it up to not being seasoned talk show hosts. So I'm, I'm guessing she meant we were combative with each other. I don't. Um, hmm. That's a that's a first. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I'm trying to remember what we actually talked about on that one. On the after show, we talked about Bust, Bust the Rhymes uh, new album. And yeah, we talked about Nia Long a lot, and we talked about the Queens with cocktails and Ice Cube Fallout. Um, so yeah, so start. Give me some um, context. I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm open to criticism, and I like to hear when people have something to say. But what that actually put me in mind of T wasn't that particular episode because when I saw that comment, mm-hmm. I thought about the episode where we talked about Ice Cube. Okay. And I got to be honest, I was editing it, mm-hmm. and that was the most civil argument. I've ever had in my life. (laughs) (laughs) We were, we were polar opposites in opinion. Uh Um, But it was very respectful, right? I think it, I personally think it was a good model of how you can have a conversation about the information, completely disagree, right. and it not degenerate to name calling. Ah, oh, fuck you, nigga! Like, like that's the. <laughs> oh, you don't know shit. You don't know nothing anyway. <laughs> fuck, I'm talking to you, foe. That's we ain't gotta go there. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, no. Nah. But I was I was editing that thing, man, and I was like, "Damn, we was, we was that was a civil goddamn argument." <laughs> yeah, no. Nah, I mean, I you know what I like about doing this with you, Mike. We we don't agree on everything, and you my my dude. You know what I'm saying? This this like you said, you can have disagreements, you can have you can have differences of opinion, and still be civil about it. Most a lot of people need to learn that. You know what I'm saying? And that's something I try to practice in my real life as well. You know, me and my my wife and I, we don't always agree on everything. When we argue, I can't even say we argue because I'm not one that likes to argue. I like to get my point across. But if I feel like the the volume and the temperature is getting to a place where it is not going to be good, I cut it. All right, you know what? Let's come back to this. Or I can't change your mind, so... This is what I what I believe. This is what it is. You believe this. I understand your point of view, but I don't agree with it. Here's what I believe. And we can leave it at that. And at some point, maybe we have a change of heart, a change of mind, and what we was, maybe not. But like you said, and, and I think a lot of people, a lot of people could, you know, could learn from that to take that sort of approach 
when dealing with someone that doesn't have your same uh, uh, point of view? Fair enough, man. Yeah. Fair enough. So and, thank and, you, Soul Star, for pointing that out. Yeah. Um, we appreciate it. And uh, uh, who else? Big shots to, to Dale Ramsey for joining us. Yeah, that's Rambro. I, I, I don't want to butcher this young lady's name. Uh oh. I'm not even gonna try. But she watched. <laughs> she watched the um, the Tracy Braxton interview, and she thought it was funny. She says this interview is very funny. So we appreciate that. Thank you for watching, and um, make sure you subscribe and and. Like T said, shoot us an email or drop us an inbox on uh, one of our social platforms and we'll get you some swag. Yep. Um, and um, and uh, thanks for being a part of what we're doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, also, just in, I'll put the blast out about this because I just figured out how to do it. We are, um, you can find us on the Alexa apps now. I have to be careful not to say it because she's listening. If you just say, hey, Alexa, play unpopular opinions show it'll come right up in fact i'll do it what the hell alexa play unpopular opinions show getting unpopular opinions she's from thinking Amazon music playing the latest episode that's not it wrong one no that's not it hey alexa play unpopular opinions show you have to be really playing the unpopular opinions show Hashtag Unpoppin' Show from Amazon Music. Resuming Unpoppin' S1E19 Tracy Braxton underscore two. And there it is. <laughs> Alexa, cancel. Hey, we did. We did. Mama, we made it. That's big. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's big. That's real big. Yeah. So, um, do that you can find us on your on your smart devices as well you know. hey thanks for listening to the unpopular opinion show this is the end of part one episode 20 part two is coming up but make sure if you haven't already you subscribe on anywhere you get podcasts from apple Podcasts to spotify to google Podcasts, of course soundcloud and our website unpoppingshow.com but now like i just said we have you on your Alexa device. If you just ask for the Unpopular Opinion Show podcast, we come right up. So check us out there and keep listening to the Unpopular Opinion Show. Part two of episode 20 is coming up next. I know this is going to be unpopular, and I don't care.